2: I'm Bill Ryan. Morgan is here. Excuse me, did you say 35 degrees? It's 35 outside. <gasps> what is happening? Uh, did you not feel that? Oh, I did. I wore my winter coat.
1: <laughs> I did too.
2: October 20th broke out the winter coat for the first time this year. Even though
1: even though we have that secret tunnel oh, that goes from the garage to the building, I still needed that winter coat. I'm
2: not ready for it. She
4: was never made.
1: Q-104 plays the hits, always live on the free Odyssey app. It is the Q Morning Show. I'm Bill Ryan. Morgan is right over there. Hello.
2: Good morning. Happy, ooh, I almost said Friday. Nope, not Friday. It's Thursday.
1: It's Thursday. And on the calendar for a couple of weeks now, uh, we have known that my son, Will, he's in sixth grade, 11 years old, uh, he goes to school in Rocky River. They have a Halloween dance after school today. Okay. And the way that we found out is, you know, how they always send out the communication by email telling you what's going on at the school. Of course. Uh, and we see this Halloween dance. It's right after school until, I don't know, like 4.30 in the afternoon. And we ask him about it. We're like, hey, are you, you planning on going to the Halloween dance? And he's like, no, don't really want to go.
4: Why? Not interested. Yeah. We're
1: like, oh, well, ask some other kids in your class find out if they're going, you know, you don't want to be the only one who doesn't go. Right. And maybe a week later, a week goes by, we ask him, you know, any, anybody going to the Halloween dance? Have you talked to some, some kids at school? No, not, not really interested in going.
2: Why? And and
1: we're thinking, all right, should we force him to go? Like, I, I had a whole thing prepared to talk about this morning, uh, Morgan, about how I think that we should have made Will go to this dance and because I I was forced to go to all of my dances <laughs> when I was a kid, and I I think that uh, sometimes in certain cases, forced social interaction is a good thing. However, Will is absolutely definitely not attending the dance today because of what happened yesterday. Did he get in trouble? Well, no, but I did get a call from the school. Around oh 2 in the afternoon. And Will
2: is not the one that normally gets the calls, right? No. It's normally Drew.
1: No. So if it, if there's a call from, from Will's school, uh, it's something bad. Uh, and it, it, it was something bad. Uh, and it, what happened was in gym class, in fitness class, uh, the last period of the day, they were trying out treadmills for the first time.
2: Don't tell me that he broke something. No,
1: he didn't break okay. anything. But it's the first time that Will got on a treadmill, and he biffed it.
2: What do you mean?
1: He f- fell <laughs> on the treadmill.
2: <gasps> Aww.
1: And they they called and said, he had an accident. You need to come pick him up.
2: Oh, no. So Poor I, kid. He's probably embarrassed.
1: I, I think he probably was embarrassed, but also he was in a great deal of pain. Oh, so no. So I I go over to the school. I walk into the office. He's sitting in a wheelchair.
4: Oh, <laughs> And he's a <laughs> kid,
1: you know, the, I look at his face and he's in obvious pain. He has uh, cuts and scrapes and bruises on his ankles, on his knees, oh on his my stomach.
2: Gosh.
1: So we had to take care of him uh, all day yesterday. Yeah, we put him in the bath and just—I mean, he actually—you know—the—the—the treadmill part, the—the black part, the mat that goes around and around. Yeah, he actually had that in his skin. Oh my
2: gosh! Did you have to go to the hospital?
1: No, I think we cleaned him out well enough. But he's yeah—he's got some—he's got some scrapes, man.
2: Oh, so he definitely can't dance today. (laughs) He's not going (laughs) to be—he's
1: not going to be dancing for a while. I don't know what he's going to be doing uh, Uh, for a while, kid. Yeah. So I. I even told him, I said, stay home from school today. I don't know how much pain he's going to be in, but, I mean, he's all bandaged up and, and hopefully okay now. But, yeah, so we were, we were joking. It's like, is this your way of getting out of going to the Halloween dance?
2: <laughs> yeah, clearly.
1: Yeah, and then I was showing him. I, I was being extremely helpful last night, showing him videos on YouTube of people falling on treadmills. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
3: such a helpful oh. father.
1: That's me.
4: Wake up. Wake up. Wake up.
1: It's the Q Morning
3: Show.
4: I love it when I listen to it in the morning. It gets me amped up.
3: Real life, real Cleveland. From the 1 800 Hurt Now Traffic Center.
1: Q 104 plays the hits. Always live on a free Odyssey app. We are the Q Morning Show. Good morning. I'm Bill Ryan. Morgan is here too. Good
2: morning. Happy Thursday.
1: I want to ask you something completely random. Okay. Thinking about this yesterday. Let's say that you're in your kitchen, your new kitchen, mm-hmm. and your new three-bedroom apartment. Yep. And let's say that you make yourself a bagel. Okay. All right. So you, uh, before you put the bagel in the toaster oven. Okay. All right. I'm,
2: all <gasps> I'm right. following here.
1: You cut it with a knife, right?
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sure. If it's not already pre-sliced.
1: Right. So you you cut it in half with a knife. What do you do with the knife?
2: I leave it out.
1: Leave it out where?
2: Like on the counter. Because I'm going to use it for the cream cheese.
1: Okay. Oh, okay. You're going to use the same knife for the cream cheese?
2: Yeah. Cut the bagel, set the knife down, put the bagel in the toaster oven, get the cream cheese, come back, and cream cheese the bagel.
1: See, in my world, those are two different knives. Why? One, one knife to cut the bagel, another knife. Why
2: would you dirty the- two knives? See, I hate doing the dishes. So two birds, one stone, I'm using the same knife.
1: Well, that's where I'm going with this whole thing. With the first knife, the one that I used to cut the bagel,
2: mm-hmm.
1: to me, it's not dirty. I put it back.
2: What? You put it back? Is that bad? It is. It is dirty. It's got food particles on it. Especially if your hands are all over the... Imagine you didn't wash your hands before you cut that bagel, because I'm sure you don't do that every single time. You grab the bagel, your grimy hands are all over it. Yeah. Then you cut it with the knife. Your knife is going to touch the same parts that your hands touched. It 100% is dirty. The only time I ever do that, something like that, is if I use water. You know, like, for example, last night I made tacos. So after I, you know, cooked the beef, put the seasoning in, added a little bit of water Mm -hmm. from a cup, just wipe the water off, and then you put it back.
1: Okay. I do that, too, except sometimes if I just need, like, a quick drink of water, Uh I'll grab a cup and i'll fill it up with the water that comes out of the refrigerator.
2: huh
1: I'll take a drink. No. And then i'll put
2: the No. I'll
1: put the cup back. Because your it's not Your mouth
2: was on the cup.
1: But it's not that dirty.
2: It Your mouth? Okay. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Maybe you're right.
2: Your mouth is that
1: dirty. It's just it was just a little sip of water. It's not like it i had a It doesn't matter
2: if it's a big sip or i mean what difference does it make if your mouth is on it for 5 seconds or 5 minutes. Your mouth was still on the cup.
1: I guess so. But within a family environment, though, where there's a lot of germs in the house anyway. No, and we're no. Sh-
2: this is not a share the earbud situation that you had with your wife. If you dirty a dish, if there's any kind of print left on the dish, you got to wash it.
1: Okay. Well, I was, sh- I was thinking about my wife. You know, because she's the one that has to load the dishwasher. I was trying to save her. Oh, yeah. You
2: could, you could easily load the dishwasher, you know. (laughs) She doesn't let me, she doesn't let me load the dishwasher.
1: (laughs) No, it's, she doesn't like how I put things into the dishwasher. So I'm, (laughs) I'm only allowed to unload it. I'm not allowed to. (laughs) To all right. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe I'm lazy. I don't 216-578-0104. Yes. Does anybody else do this with their knives and their cups and things in their kitchen? Uh, just curious to
3: know. waking you up to play all the hits. Give you the feeling from night to day. The Q morning show.
4: 104
1: Q-104. Q104 plays the hits. My best friend Kevin texted me. Um, you're
2: gross. (laughs) You are gross.
1: Text here uh, that came in at two one six five seven eight oh one zero four. Use dishes equals dirty dishes. Mm -hmm. What is wrong with you, Bill?
2: I agree with both statements. Well, one statement, one question.
1: I just don't think that when you're cutting a bagel, for instance, you're
2: not going to win this argument. If you use a dish, it's dirty. If you put your mouth on a dish, it's dirty. I don't. I don't understand your thinking of but, how it's not. But I
1: acknowledge that if I used the knife to spread butter or spread cream cheese that or jelly or something, then it's dirty. But just cutting a bagel in half. Eh?
2: No, that's still food. What if uh, you cut a sandwich in half?
1: Okay. All right. I I acknowledge <laughs> I have lost this one. Yeah.
2: Really. Wave N- the flag.
1: No one's coming to my side on this one. <laughs> and they- 104 plays the hits, always live on the free Odyssey app. It's the Q Morning Show. I'm Bill Ryan. Morgan is here, too.
2: Hello. Good morning.
1: So Netflix came out, released a bunch of information yesterday, and I read it because I wanted to put it in trending Mm -hmm. yesterday, but then I realized that I... (laughs) I wasn't comprehending. Yeah, you don't
2: understand. I
1: wasn't comprehending what I was reading, so I ended up skipping over it. But I think it has something to do with how Netflix has been warning us for months and months that they're going to crack down on people password sh- sharing. share passwords. Yes. So can you explain this to me?
2: I can. Yeah, let me like read the excerpt, and then I'll explain it to you. So okay. it says, Netflix will roll out password sharing plans early next year. If you share your Netflix password with someone not living with you... Be prepared for that to change. The streamer has been testing ways to curb the practice since about 100 million globally use someone else's account. Early next year, Netflix will roll out a thoughtful and monetized way to handle account sharing. It may be that you get logged out of your account and asked to pay $2.99 for a person outside of your home to use the account and then you can log back in. So think of it in the same way that we have to log into our work email. We have to log in every single time, right? Because there's, you know, security walls and stuff.
1: Right. It's super annoying.
2: So I'm thinking that Netflix, I don't know if it would be every time, but I'm thinking at least once a month, they will automatically log you out of your account. That's, you know, at your house in order to log back into it. It'll say, you know, I'm watching from my home. If there's anybody else on your little, because, you know, it gives the icon and their name and all the stuff. If there's anybody else on your profile that does not live in your home and you want to keep them on your profile, you'll have to pay $2.99 to even log back into your account with them on it.
1: Okay. So what if I'm on vacation Mm -hmm. and I'm in California Mm -hmm. and I want to watch Netflix and I'm logged out? Mm-hmm. And that it, will it make me pay two ninety nine? I don't know. Out?
2: I mean, I guess that's a kink they'd have to work out. Like, how can you tell that somebody is actually at their house and not at somebody else's? I don't yeah. know. That's yeah. a good question.
1: I don't get it. Thankfully, I'm not sharing my Netflix password with anyone, so I don't I'm really. Not have to worry You're not. About this. I'm sharing Directv stream, okay. <laughs> not Netflix. Well,
2: I'm on somebody else's Netflix password, so I'm like, row.
1: Could you give up Netflix if you had to? Because a lot of people are are canceling Netflix. That's yeah. what th- this article was about, was their subscribers have been down.
2: Yeah. Uh, I mean, it used to be such a powerhouse, and yeah. now it's just not, you know, based on everything else that you have. Um You know, I have to use it technically for for work purposes to watch things like Selling Sunset yeah. or whatever the reality show is on there. But I would be one of those people who would, like, use it for a month, and then delete it. And then when I knew the next season was coming on, I would reactivate my account and then delete it because yeah. I don't really use it all that much.
1: It's so complicated. Yeah. I had thought about giving up Netflix, but then I realized as long as they're making Cobra Kai...
2: <laughs> you got to stay on it.
1: can't give up Netflix.
2: <laughs> all the
0: audio that matters to you is on Odyssey. Oh, oh,
2: oh, oh without you,
1: without you. Q104 plays the hits, always live on the free Odyssey app. It is the Q Morning Show. Morgan is right over there.
2: Hello, good morning.
1: I'm Bill Ryan. We're going to get into things that scared us when we were kids. Uh, And I think this is going to be great because I'm not sure if I'm going to understand what yours is. Uh, I think that you're definitely not going to understand what mine is. But I think that's the, the fun part of this is... We're going to be appealing to, I mean, depending on how old you are, Mm -hmm. uh, different things are going to be appealing to you. Uh, So what were we talking about yesterday that you were getting into that you're like, that just freaked me out when I was a kid? Uh,
2: The Teletubbies.
1: Okay. So this is the theme song. Oh my God.
2: No, this is going to trigger me. (gasps) Stop. The sun rises and it's this baby's face. (laughs) It's so scary.
1: I don't even know what you're talking about, but it's cracking me up. It's a
2: baby's face in the sun. It's so weird. I've never seen this show. But a baby's
1: face in the sun would freak me out Okay, have
2: you ever even seen the Teletubbies?
1: No, I've never seen it. (gasps) No, so it was a 90s TV show? Yeah. I mean, I've heard of the Teletubbies. I've just never seen an episode.
2: Yeah, so um, I believe it was 1997. Look, I pulled up a Google image. This is the baby's face in the sun. You see it? Oh, oh my gosh, yeah. It's so scary. What the heck?
1: And you're wondering, like, what is that baby doing there? Nobody can live on the sun. It's too hot.
4: <sighs> oh, it's so scary. Why is that baby?
1: What, what noises are happening now?
2: <laughs> this yeah. is the theme song, right? It
1: sounds like an awful TV show. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's Ding-key terrible. Winky, so, coincidentally,
2: what
1: is, what is that? The theme la, song? La,
2: la, <laughs> po. Oh, Teletubbies. Yeah, I remember the whole thing.
1: You're right. It sounds like a nightmare. What? <laughs> Please nightmare. Uh, so mine is also a television show, coincidentally. Okay. Um, but you're not going to know the show, but I know that you've heard of The Incredible Hulk. Yeah. Okay. So back in the late seventies, early eighties, there was a live action Television show on CBS, mm-hmm. The Incredible Hulk. Right. And it starred Bill Bixby and Lou Ferrigno as the Hulk. And it came on Friday nights and it scared the bejesus out of me. <laughs> like, here's, uh, a, this is how the show began when okay. it came on. <laughs>
2: Terrifying. <laughs> Doctor
1: David Banner, physician scientist, searching, searching for a weird. way to tap into the hidden that all humans
4: have.
1: Then an accidental overdose of gamma radiation alters his body chemistry. This is scary. And, uh, David Banner. <laughs> and then <laughs> the Hulk. The Hulk's like flipping over a car. And, like, every time that he would change into the Hulk, like his eyes would get like green, and they would play that music. Yeah. And it would scare you as a little kid. So here's a little bit more of it.
3: David Banner is believed to be dead. And he must let the world think that he is dead until he can find a way Listen to, to, to the control Hulk. the raging spirit that dwells within him. <laughs>
2: I mean, Wait.
3: just the Hulk right there is scary. <laughs>
2: Wait, I did a Google image search of the show. Why does the Hulk have a bowl cut?
1: <laughs> that was the style back then. What
2: the heck?
1: That's how Lou Ferrigno wore his hair. <laughs> now, That's
2: wa- hilarious.
1: Watching that show now, I mean, it's completely cheesy and completely can Right. And uh, I don't understand how I was scared of it but boy as a kid I could yeah, not watch it. You were terrified. It, uh so we want to get into what scared you as a kid. And it doesn't have to be a TV show. Like for example, I was scared of my next door neighbor <laughs> at this house so we, like whenever he was out in the backyard, I would not go out to play. Yeah. And one time uh we were throwing a football and I threw it, it I did not throw the football well, and it, <laughs> it hit the side of his garage and broke a window. Oh no! And my parents made me go over there and apologize, and I was like convulsing. <laughs> I was crying so hard because I was so scared of this guy. Oh. But there's no reason. So, what is your? What were your kids' fears that you look back on now and you laugh because it, it's completely ridiculous that you were scared of it? Two one six five seven eight oh one zero four. I love radio
2: because it plays all my favorite songs and it wakes me up in the morning. <laughs>
3: The key warning show. From the one eight hundred Hurt Now Traffic Center.
1: Yes. <laughs> we're talking about things that scared you when you were a kid, and looking back on it now, you Tend to laugh at it. <laughs> uh, it. It doesn't have to be a TV show. For for Morgan and I, it was TV shows. It was,
2: yeah, mine for, was the Teletubbies,
1: and mine was the uh, the the old campy 1970s Incredible Hulk show.
2: Although uh, Lamb Chop did also scare the crap out of me. I was so scared of that little lamb.
1: It makes a lot of sense, though, that it was television shows that freaked you out when you were a kid because yeah. our parents would just plop us in front of the TV. And that's that's what we were exposed to. I mean, what, it's not like we had a nightlife. Right. It's not like we had a job <laughs> or doing anything else. Uh, so let's go to, uh, is this Melanie, Melanie from Akron? Good morning, Melanie. Good morning. Tell us about what freaked you out when you were a kid.
4: Unsolved Mysteries, and I just looked it up. It was Robert Stack was the host, and he would wear this, like, light brown trench coat. He had a creepy voice, and it was so scary because they were unsolved, and so you these people are just out there, and I'm like, why would I ever watch this show? It just scared the crap out of me.
1: Yeah, so it wasn't necessarily the, the subject matter of the show of Unsolved Mysteries. It was
2: just the Mysteries. brown trench coat worn by Robert Stack. It, it was
4: it was kind of all all the above. Oh my gosh! Yeah.
1: yeah. Mm-hmm. And, How
4: old were and you when you were watching? Like, man, oh, uh, I don't know, maybe like eleven or twelve, maybe thirteen. <laughs> like I can't remember the exact years that it was out, but. It was definitely pretty scary. And then the music that they played, too, I can still remember the same song.
1: Yeah, I'm playing it for you right now.
4: (laughs) Yeah, it's not your your
2: mind playing games on you. (laughs) Yeah,
1: so if you have a bad day today, it's our fault for playing this music. Thanks, Melody. Appreciate uh, the call very much. I don't have my call screener up. Who's? uh...
2: Nicole in Ashtabula.
1: Good morning, Nicole.
4: Hey, good morning. Um, Yeah, in the spirit of Halloween, um, as a kid, I was absolutely horrified and petrified of any (laughs) jack-o'-lanterns. And so when we would go trick-or-treating, I couldn't go to any house that had a lit-up pumpkin or jack-o'-lantern. I would just start freaking out and crying, Uh. but I still wanted the candy.
2: (laughs) Yeah.
1: So you would just stand there on the sidewalk while the
2: the other kids are going up (laughs) to get
1: candy and... Yes. Oh. So
2: how did you end up getting your Halloween Game candy? Candy
4: though, and like they were the sweetest. But yeah, from like three to seven, I couldn't go to any house with like a jack o' lantern, and I still can't go to a haunted house. Oh, <laughs> that's so sad. Are you Are you okay? But I do with... love pumpkin pie.
1: <laughs> okay, you're okay with jack o' lanterns now, though, right?
4: <laughs> yeah. Now I love to like carve up pumpkins, but not scare children. Yeah, um, it would be a little weird. Now.
1: You have overcome <laughs> your fears, and that's what it's I am all a about.
2: Not me. I'm yeah. still terrified of the Teletubbies. Don't ask me to watch it. That creepy baby in the sun. <laughs>
3: oh girl, I like you.
2: How
1: do Q104 plays the hits. It's the Q morning show. We're having fun. Uh, finding out uh, what you were afraid of as a kid that looking back now, it's like, why was I so scared of that? Uh, it makes no sense. So let's see. We're going to go to Laura now. Laura in Euclid. Good morning, Laura.
4: Good morning. Yes. I was afraid of my Charlie McCarthy doll. The what? little ventriloquist doll. Ooh. Okay, the,
1: the, I, I I think
4: need to I look know what you're. This up.
1: Yeah, Google that real quick. I think I know what you're talking about. A a ventriloquist doll, like any ventriloquist doll. Uh, oh would freak yeah, me out.
2: this is terrifying. This is yes, like what nightmares are my, made of.
4: Yeah, he was my buddy during the day. We would go everywhere, <laughs> but you know, once once it got dark, he went in my closet. <laughs>
1: now, who got you a Charlie McCarthy doll? And oh. did you want one or? Was it a gift? I what was it?
4: A, I wanted it. I'm a child of the 80s, and mm-hmm. we had a catalog. I think Toys R Us catalog would come out, and I said I needed to have that. I got it for my birthday, and and then once, you know, you open it up, you he looked, he looked okay. But, you know, like I said, as it got dark, he just, you know, <laughs> <I> would, <laughs> took on another life.
1: I would not want that sitting in my bedroom no. at night. I can't even go see Jeff Dunham in his comedy show. <laughs> I'm so scared of ventriloquists.
2: We have Melissa. Melissa! Where are you calling from, Melissa? I'm from Lakewood.
4: Lakewood.
1: What what freaked you out as a kid? What scared you as a kid?
4: So, my mom tells me stories about how when we would go to the grocery store and I was little, I was afraid of the guy on the brawny paper towel package. (laughs) And I would throw like a tantrum in the grocery store if she tried to buy
1: them. Uh, Why? He he was a tough guy. (laughs)
4: He wore- I don't think it was like his flannel. I don't know if he had like an axe. I know he's like a lumberjack, but. Yeah. I did not like him, so we couldn't have brawny paper towels until I was probably like six or seven. Wait,
2: I looked him up. Okay, he looks handsome. I mean, he looks jacked. Like he's he's got muscles.
1: He's he's the brawny guy. Of course, he's jacked. Uh, I
4: don't know what it was, but he freaked me out, and we couldn't. Like we had to bypass that aisle in the grocery store.
2: That is so funny. Oh my gosh, that's the best thing I've heard all day. That's what I would I would um, I would
1: torture my my kids by saying okay we're going to go down the paper yeah.
2: towel aisle
4: right <laughs> now would try to like soft like push me in there but i was like absolutely not we got to do like bounty paper towels or anybody <laughs> yeah.
2: else well what about uh the charmin paper the, uh, that's what i'm thinking the teddy bear from charmin used to scare me too when i was little but he's just a cute little teddy bear <laughs>
4: but i was thinking you know, of the, the bears were cool we had toilet paper <laughs> see i was thinking
1: of the guy who's the guy the the bald guy who's got the earring and i think
2: mr clean oh mr clean oh yeah no he's cool
4: i apparently yeah it was, just, it was the bronze guy i don't know if it was like the trees the panel. yeah all the, the above
1: <laughs> thanks for calling q104 call
4: from mom answer it call silenced
1: instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game that's why they make ordering from your couch easy stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game
4: you have 47 new voicemails
2: Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.
1: Q104 plays the hits. It's the Q Morning Show. I'm Bill Ryan. Morgan is right over there.
2: Good morning. So
1: the last couple days, we've been following the saga of Jason Sudeikis and Olivia Wilde and indirectly Harry Styles. He's wrapped up in this thing as well. And the nanny. Uh, what What is going on with the salad dressing, though, specifically? That's the story that jumped out yeah, at us yesterday. Yeah, it's a
2: salad dressing saga. And essentially what the nanny had said was that it all blew up between Jason and Olivia when Jason found out that Olivia made this salad with this salad dressing for Harry Styles. It enraged him so much that he ran out of the house, threw himself underneath her car so that she could not leave the house. All because she made Harry Styles the salad with the salad dressing. So I guess there might be some sentimental value there.
1: And she, uh, Olivia Wilde, released the recipe to <laughs> yeah. the salad dressing on TikTok or something. On
2: Instagram. On
1: Instagram. Uh, so I grabbed that. Okay. Uh, I grabbed that recipe. Um,
2: do you remember what you put in it?
1: Yeah, exactly. Yes, I do. Uh, I made this last night. Okay. Uh, so let me open up this right now. So here's the recipe. It's It's fairly simple. Uh, mix two tablespoons gray Poupon mustard kay. with two tablespoons good red wine vinegar. Okay. And then whisking constantly with a fork, that's what I do, did last night, slowly add six tablespoons olive oil until the vinaigrette is thick and creamy. So.
2: It looks gross. Can you stir it up a little <laughs> bit? Ew, <laughs> like, stop. Even kind of
1: just smelling it is kind of gross. It's not good? All right, so I'm going to take a, a little spoonful <clears throat> here. <clears throat>
2: No, I don't know if I can.
1: Is it too strong for you?
2: No, it's just the consistency of it. I don't know if I can do it.
1: All right, so it should just be me here?
2: (laughs) I don't know if I can. I can't even look at it without gagging.
1: We're recording uh, this on video right now, and I really don't want you vomiting all over the studio. I mean,
2: I didn't expect to have that kind of (laughs) gag reflex, but it did just hit me out of nowhere.
1: (laughs) Okay, so I will take a spoonful of the Olivia Wilde salad dressing.
2: (laughs) Oh, my God! Stop. It's. The, it's the, I can see the oil at the top. It's, like, disgusting.
1: I did not anticipate your reaction already. I mean, you haven't even tasted it.
2: Okay, All do right. it. All right, here we go. I'm not watching. Ugh.
0: Ah, ugh. <laughs> oh, it's strong. But
2: don't do that. It's I can't.
0: Really, it's really strong. I
2: can't. I'm sorry. I'm bailing on the competition. <laughs> My eyes are watering. Every time I look at it, I have, like, a vomit reflex. What is so great about this salad dressing? So much so that he threw himself underneath the car so that she wouldn't leave the house. I don't think it's that great. (laughs) You don't think it's that great? You think you're about to vomit. I don't. I don't. I didn't like it. (laughs) Get some water, Bill. I'm glad you went first. Ew, it looks disgusting. Does it
1: taste better on arugula or something? I mean, maybe. I don't like it at all. You know what? Jason Sudeikis, you were right to leave Olivia Wilde. (laughs) This salad dressing is terrible.
2: I don't know if he left her. (laughs) I think she left him.
1: All right. Battle (sighs) of the Burbs. We are going to regroup. Yeah. Go get some water. Battle of the Burbs is on the way. Who's the smartest suburb in Cleveland?
3: Your suburb is counting on you. It's the Battle of the Burbs on
1: Q104. Our players are here. Morgan is your host, so let's go. Good luck, everybody. We
2: do have the smartest city right now in Northeast Ohio on the line with Elyria. They're not the first contestant, but they could extend their lead this time. We have Painesville, Cuyahoga Falls, and Elyria getting ready to rep. Kicking things off is Matt. Matt is in Painesville. Good morning, Matt.
1: Hey, how
2: are you guys? I'm lovely because I just didn't have to eat Olivia Wilde salad dressing. Bill might be a little worse. <laughs>
1: that's terrible. But then also keep in mind that I made it.
2: Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that might have,
1: might have something to do with it.
2: Matt, Painesville has three wins. We're going for four. Are you ready? Let's try it. All right. You got to answer four questions right. Three seconds to answer each question. Number one. Here we go. What Hollywood actress is married to Justin Timberlake?
4: Uh, Jessica Biel.
2: What state would you have to visit to see the Grand Canyon?
4: Um, Arizona.
2: What Taylor Swift album comes out at midnight? Midnight. I thought that was going to be a trick question, but obviously not.
4: <laughs> Matt's
1: going to be up tonight. Mid- uh, he's going to check it out. Maybe.
2: Okay. Will we have a clean sweep. Question four for the win. Which popular Blink-182 song peaked at number six on the Billboard Hot 100? <sighs>
4: Take a guess. All the small things. Oh,
2: oh my wow,
4: gosh. <laughs> There's a good
1: guess for you. Very That's impressive. always
2: the day I think I make the questions pretty hard that people get it on the first try. <laughs>
1: Well, that knowing, is my best. knowing that Taylor Swift has an album coming out tonight is one thing, but knowing the name of the album, uh, yeah. that's, that's pretty
2: impressive. <laughs> Congratulations, Matt. You are officially the smartest person this morning. Getting Painesville back up on the map with four wins. You're also going to the Christmas Connection at the IX Center. Tell everyone listening who made you a winner.
4: Q104.
3: Time to overshare. Hey, uh, so mom. Yeah, it can be something juicy, embarrassing, or even life-changing. Step into our confessional, the Cleveland Confessional,
1: on the Q Morning Show. Morgan is right over there. Good
2: morning.
1: I'm Bill Ryan. We're going to Brook Park today for the Cleveland Confessional. So let's welcome in Teresa. Teresa. Teresa from Brook Park. Good morning. Good morning. Thanks for joining us. And go ahead with your confession.
4: Okay, so what I want to confess is that I'm dating my daughter's boyfriend's father. Um, she has no idea, and I have no idea how to tell her.
2: Okay, we got to make sure that we're following. Okay. Your daughter's boyfriend's father, is that correct? Correct. Okay. okay, how long have you guys been together?
4: It's pretty recent. Um, it's only been going on for about a month now. Okay.
1: And this guy is single.
4: Yes. Okay. Hey, sometimes
1: you don't know these days. Yeah. Like, that would just add another layer that that this guy's having an affair. So, I, I'm... Okay. Just so, wanted to make sure.
2: And you're thinking that your daughter would be upset about this. How old are they?
4: They're freshmen in high school. Okay. So, uh, young. Hmm. You know? So, you know, um, I've been divorced for about a year. And, uh, you know, um, my daughter didn't really take it all that well. Mm-hmm. So, I, I'm not sure how she's going to take me having a <laughs> yeah. relationship especially with her boyfriend's father. This is great.
1: This will be another surprise for her. Yeah. <laughs> is this
2: the first time you've dated since divorcing the dad?
4: Yeah, it really is. Um I, you know, I I just I just really wasn't ready. Yeah. And so given given this a try, I mean at this point it's not real serious but i don't want her to be upset and you know how 14 15 year old girls can be
1: how did this relationship begin because i i'm aware that when you live in the suburbs you know and kids go to school together you know you meet parents and you know them for years and years uh have you known this guy for a long time or did you just meet him recently
4: no i've known him for several years you know um The kids have been friends over the years. There's a group of kids that you know have hung out since elementary school. So, you know, we've seen each other at school events occasionally. You know, one of the kids has been at the other's house or what have you. So, we just started to connect. How are you
1: hiding this right now (laughs) from the kids? Like, how are? Do you just go out on a date and you're just not giving her details about who you're going with? Uh, How is
4: that? Well, I don't tell her where I'm going if we go out in the evening. Mostly we go out during the day while the kids are at school. Oh, wow.
2: Also, like, you said they're freshmen, right? So they're not driving anywhere. So, like, are you taking your daughter over to the boyfriend's house and, like, you secretly see your boyfriend? It's like a whole big secret thing?
4: I take her over there or he brings his son to our house. Um we act like nothing's going on. Oh. Just, hey, how you doing?
2: Ooh, interesting. And just no idea how you want to tell your daughter about this.
4: No, I really, I really don't. I, you know, I have like an idea. Have a relationship with her. I have an idea. Thanksgiving.
2: No, <laughs> just have everybody <laughs> just over.
1: Bring the families together. <laughs> What a great way to to break the news. Wait,
2: I have another question. Thinking down the line, have you ever thought about what would happen if one of the two couples, whether it be you and the dad or your daughter and the son, uh, end their relationship, how that would mess things up for the other person?
4: Oh, yeah. It's definitely crossed my mind. I mean... That's part of why I'm a little bit apprehensive about uh, bringing it up to her. Because,
2: like, imagine the kids break up. Let's just be real. Nine times out of ten high school sweethearts, sometimes they get married, they walk down the aisle, but a lot of times you don't end up with that person. So what happens if your daughter breaks up with this guy, but you still go on to date the dad, and y'all get married, and then they're stepbrother and sister? That would not be
4: great. It would be very uncomfortable, <laughs> that's for sure. Ooh, this one's tough.
1: You know, the first thing that occurs to me, uh, the first initial thought that I have, Morgan, is these are freshmen in high school. Mm-hmm. Chances are they're not going to be dating very long, right? Don't I think, mean, yeah. The, the odds are against them. I mean, they're so young, Yeah. and people tend to date around in, in high school. Uh, but then at, at the same time, I don't know. I think there's a couple questions that we're working with here. Uh, number one is... Teresa doing anything wrong. Yeah. Like is she doing anything that could potentially I mean, her daughter has already gone through a divorce. Uh is she doing anything wrong right now that could further traumatize her daughter? I guess that's one question. And then uh, the second one that I think Teresa was wondering about is how does she tell, tell her? Tell the daughter. daughter. Yeah. About
2: this? I think you gotta tell her soon.
1: So lots to consider here during the Cleveland Confessional. Would love your help. 216-578-0104. Get up, get
3: up, get up, get up! Waking you up. Bring me that time in the morning. It's the Q Morning Show.
1: This is interesting. The Cleveland Confessional this morning was from Teresa in Brook Park, who revealed to us that she is secretly dating her daughter's boyfriend's father. Yeah. Now we found out during the break that the kids—they're uh, freshmen in high school—they've known each other since they were little kids. You know, I first grade, second grade, I don't know. Uh, but they, they've they always been friends, but they just made it official and started dating like a month before school started. Yeah, so, so, they,
2: b- so both relationships are pretty new.
1: Right, yeah. The the daughter, at least, has been dating the, uh, the boyfriend longer than the, the mom, mom has been dating yeah. the boyfriend's dad. But here's the thing. I am not, this is out of my area of expertise. I am not divorced. I don't have a teenage daughter. I don't really feel like I'm even qualified to, to give any kind of uh educated advice to anybody about this so we open it up and we go to Gigi in Brooklyn good morning Gigi
4: good morning
1: what would you say to Teresa about her situation
4: Teresa you are new uh coming out of a divorce and I think for anyone's mental health uh me and myself being with my husband for 15 years um is good to open that up that dating world and like you said 99% of that time, that relationship is not going to work. My daughter is also a freshman and just got her heart broken for the first time, and they have been together for like a year. Mm. And, I mean, it's sad to say, but most likely it won't last for them. However, this could be a good thing for her, you know, opening up her heart again and letting it, and it's not the love of her life. It still could be fun at this point, you know, something new and exciting for her after this long year drought for her.
1: So, Gigi, when would you advise Teresa to inform her daughter that she has a new boyfriend and it's her current boyfriend's father? D- does she wait until they actually break up?
4: <laughs> Honestly, probably. Oh, gosh. Interesting. <laughs> uh, that's one I, way to I, do it.
1: Yeah. All right, let's go to over to uh, uh, Ashley. Ashley in Cleveland. Uh, Ashley, do you have similar advice for Teresa?
4: Um, I just feel like... I am divorced. It's going to be uh 1 year next month. Um I have a son that's in high school and two younger ones. And I know that if I was to date, I wouldn't bring somebody around unless I know for sure this person's going to be in my life a longer. Oh, good point. Very good point. Yeah, so I don't think that she should tell her until um she knows that this guy is going to be around for a long time. That's
2: so true. That's I didn't even think about
4: that. Wow,
1: I didn't think of that either. Yeah, because you have
2: to be protective, right? Like, you don't want your kids to get invested in this other person that unless, you know, it's going to go the distance. Because they get connected as well.
1: I think it's just very rare, especially during the Cleveland Confessional, when the advice is to continue the deception. <laughs> you know, more deception on deception.
2: Yeah, you know, ignorance is bliss, they say. I'm
1: not used to hearing that. Q104 plays the hits, always live on the free Odyssey app. It is the Q Morning Show. I'm Bill Ryan. Morgan is here, too. Hello,
2: good morning.
1: You know how they always have National Pizza Day, National Coffee Day?
2: Sure.
1: National Take Your Kid to Work Day. And well, nobody
2: really cares about yeah. the National Days.
1: Well, today you should care because it's National Bring Your Fiance to America <laughs> Day.
2: <laughs> yeah, I don't know if that's a real thing, but it's, for me today it is.
1: It's not a thing, but that's what you're doing today, so... David is flying in from London this afternoon.
2: Yes, he's in the air right now as we speak.
1: And you'll pick him up from the airport tonight. Mm-hmm. Then what? Then when? What are you going to do? After?
2: I don't know. We have no plans. <laughs> we have absolutely no plans. Will
1: you go out to eat or will you go straight back to the apartment? Um,
2: Probably back to the apartment because you have to remember when I pick him up at 5 o'clock, it's technically going to be 10 p.m. for oh, him. He'll be tired. Yeah. I do have to go to the church tonight, so I'll probably leave him at home, let him rest, go to the church, come back. Uh, He probably will be playing Golf in the uh, living room because we have much more space now.
1: I was going to say, I you know David doesn't live in a warm weather city. I mean it's I I checked in London today it's uh, sixty degrees and raining. Yeah, but it's still kind of a shock when you get off the plane and it's thirty five degrees outside. Yeah, it's
2: not going to be fun. But
1: he's not going to be golfing at all while he's here. No, but
2: but my neighbor gave him an indoor putting green. Remember. So oh, he's got that so in the closet. So he's going to break out the putting <laughs> green, I'm sure, and just play golf while I'm away.
1: Yeah. Uh, what? Do, so is this the first time that David has spent an extended period in Northeast Ohio during the holidays?
2: Um. Yes, I think yes. So I believe last year he left around Thanksgiving, and that was tough. We mm. had to, you know, do our Christmas with him. In Thanksgiving. So, yeah. I'm trying to think. Yeah, because he came in September. That was when the travel ban was lifted. So he came in September, stayed for September, October, and then he left in November. Um, The very first time that we reconnected was over Christmas. That's when he came back the first time and we decided to give this thing a go. But this will be the first Christmas we've spent together as an engaged couple.
1: This is exciting.
2: Yeah. If it's you, gonna be fun. I'm you, so excited.
1: Like I'm just I'm just thinking about you can go downtown and get pictures taken with all the, with the Christmas lights. Yeah,
2: we can go ice skating. Ice skating, get yeah. hot
1: chocolate. It's gonna
2: be fun. I'm excited.
1: Yes, uh, go see Trans Siberian Orchestra.
2: Yeah, you know all of our favorites.
1: Take the train for the North Pole experience. <laughs> uh,
2: so many, so
1: many things, so many activities you could do. I am, I'm really so happy for you guys. Thanks. Me it's gonna too. be awesome.
2: Waking up, getting you up and going. Waking up with hit after hit. Rise and shine after hit. Waking up every day. Real
3: life. Real Cleveland. It's the Q Morning Show. Follow the show on social. At Morgan P Talks.
2: Keeping me up to date with the newest music.
3: are always up to date. And, and Bill Ryan CLE.
0: We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day.